Hello, hi, and welcome back to Deep Diving, and welcome back to another episode. Before we get started today, I want to just point out this very cool thing that I noticed. Um, I the so the last episode that I recorded was grief, right? It was like about grief, and I think a lot of people know by now that um, Emma Chamberlain is like my spirit animal and her podcast is what inspired me to have my own podcast among other things but mainly that and the day i released the episode on grief i think a couple of days before or a couple of days after but i noticed it after that she released an episode called mortality um excuse me i did not plan that and i did not like i that was like a total coincidence i obviously she did not look at mine and i was like oh okay let me do an episode but <clears throat> neither did i i didn't see it and i i don't know i think this means that we're best friends because this just like seems meant to be and i heard the episode and i thought it was really really cool so if you liked the grief one then maybe you should go and listen to mortality on her podcast it's called anything goes and yeah i really think that we're best friends I, she just someone needs to tell her that we're best friends but today's episode is with my actual best friend and i'm really really excited to have her on board so without further ado i'm going to go and get her okay we're back Okay, so she actually physically went outside and bought me here. Like, I just reheard the intro. I bought her here, yeah. For like, I went and I bought her for like hundred bucks. Hundred? You said two hundred to me. What the hell? Did you just reduce my price? Yeah. That's so rude. You got that annoying in like thirty seconds. Yeah, that's true. It's okay. You'd be worth like one rupee. So okay, let's let's move on. So, um, we've not really introduced our topic. I left that for you. For me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to put you on the spot, but. We, um, today we're talking about something that's very close, I think, to you. Like, you know, yeah. it's home to you. So, trigger Multiple warning. Times. <laughs> trigger warning for you. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Today we're talking about um, starting over. And multiple times. Multiple times. Yes. <laughs> starting over in brackets multiple times is going to be the title. So, we're talking about starting over, not just career-wise. Though, obviously, that's what we're going to be focusing on in this episode. But... We mean like starting over after any kind of phase. What do they call that? Like a phase where just like everything's just kind of still. Yeah. After a moment, like you, when you get out of that phase, it feels like you just like lost those like whatever months of your life. You're just like, wait, hold on, was I even there? Yeah. Like that kind of phase. Yeah. You know, you're just not there, and then you're there again. So, yeah. Yeah. So it can mean like after like a depressive phase, just kind of getting back to who you used to be after maybe like a relationship's ended or a friendship <clears throat> has ended some you know kind of person's left your life or something in your like career it can be physically moving to another country yeah. it can be emotionally it can be mentally i think more than physically emotionally and mentally starting over is kind of difficult because you're still in the same place yeah you're not <clears throat> like a fresh you know like it's i always say that when like if you have like a long distance relationship or like two best friends 
when one of them moves away, the one who stays back, it's harder for them because they're still in the same place. Okay, yeah, you just and say that because I've moved. I'm like, you, you've not experienced yeah. the other side. So you're it's just like, like it's yeah, harder yeah. for me than it oh, is for oh, her. Minimize my problems. Yeah. One second, I'm not even said your name. <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, I'm Sanana. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, this is my best friend. Her name is Sanana. Like, she just said, I don't know why I'm repeating. But, yeah. Um, we've been best friends for... Not that long, actually. Two so months. I have no security. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three, uh, around three years. So relatively fresh, new friendship. So hmm, we're still testing the waters. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, <clears throat> so that's what we're talking about. But today in this episode specifically, we're talking about starting over for you in your academic career. Yeah. And... Let's give our listeners some kind of context because why are you talking about starting over? Why have you started over? Okay, so I'm going to begin by saying that I've not just started over once. Like, I'm like literally again and again. Like, I don't even know where the lines are of starting over again. Like, like it just all blurred together, become like mm-hmm. a sort of kitchery, if I can use it in the word. Yeah, yeah. So, Everyone knows what kitchery is. So, um, but yeah, so I think like I'm going to start by saying that I'm 21 and I'm on I'm in my first year of law school, which mm-hmm. is kind of late. I mean, usually you're 18 when you're in a first yeah, year of like, like any most, undergraduate. Yeah, like, they're 18 years yeah. old. Yeah, and I have I have to also say that I have five years of studying left, which seems so mon like seems like a mountain. I I don't even know how I'm gonna so do you that. You graduate when you're 26. 26. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> so uh, the trigger warning was necessary. <laughs> um and uh, yeah, so I think uh. My journey of starting over <clears throat> began the moment I decided that I'm not going to do law in 12th grade and actually going to do psychology. Mm-hmm. Because so that was after 12th grade? That no, that was like during 12th grade. Like okay. I was like, you know, I'm going to like do psychology instead of law. And mm-hmm. uh, and then I like had to think like, I didn't want to do psychology here, like in India, which mm-hmm. was not because I didn't want to work here, but because yeah. I just felt like the curriculum was better abroad. So yeah. then I decided, okay, I'm going to take a gap here, mm-hmm. kind of figure out, you know, applying abroad, just doing yeah. my own thing. And like, I've always been the kind of person that's like always done better in like practical life, you know, with working and with internships mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I really wanted to do like a couple of internships in my gap year. So I think that's where my journey kind of started, mm-hmm. I can say. So you took a gap year for 12th grade. Yeah. And and then you applied to a bunch of schools. Yeah. And then... And then I got into, like, the best ones. <laughs> I got into, like, really good ones. Like, not to brag, but to brag. Because I'm you proud of myself. Brag. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I worked hard. And, like, my gap year was um, interesting. I, I'm i not going to say that I 100% wish I'd taken it. Because I've kind of, like, you know, ended up, like, you know, right, mm. <laughs> like, doing law again, yeah. but, but it was still great, like, I learned how to, like, you know, kind of be with myself and stuff, so, um, but yeah, after my gap year, I applied to a bunch of schools, I uh, went to, like, I decided I'm gonna go to UBC, like, University mm-hmm. of British Columbia, because it's always been my dream, then the pandemic hit, oh. <laughs> and, I'll actually put some, like, sound effects in the back, and, uh, UBC is like really really expensive to anyone who knows it it's mm-hmm. like one of the more expensive universities because it's practically like a town in like a city yeah. and 
I didn't think I could spend that much when in a pandemic when everyone's job is like in jeopardy and my mom yeah. is a single mom and you know I didn't want to put that kind of pressure on her so mm. I decided that I'll stay in India and go to Mithibai that's how we became friends yeah, um <laughs> and uh, and like um it was it was an adjustment for sure but I was like I can yeah. do this and I was like peak covid so we had like online class online classes. and everything yeah, yeah and like also because I went from like my dream university to like Mithibai Mithibai is not bad. It is okay you you it's okay for you to like see you know like it's probably like offensive for you to say it but I can say it as a student of Mithibai um to go from UBC to Mithibai is like a drop of the drops if that's like a phrase. It's really really not. If I was preparing to go to UBC my dream school and then I landed up in Mithibai I would cry. I did cry. I'm not gonna I lie. would cry for months and months and I would hate it there. And I, I mean, kind of Hate it here. <laughs> so, as a present student of Mithibai, yeah, so, yeah, but I do. And I think you hated it. I I did. I I didn't hate it, but it was just it. I was in this like black hole of like, what the yeah. hell is this, right? Yeah. And like, I I'm not gonna say much, but there was this one teacher who was like really whack, and uh, we have multiple teachers who are really <laughs> whack, and we still do. No, but like it was really odd. Like it was not the culture like I kind of expected. Not yeah. like it wasn't too much about the people, but just the. curriculum to me wasn't challenging enough and like mm. i was i wasn't happy with that like that was like my main thing and my mom had told me like you know when i decided to let go of ubc to keep university of melbourne as a backup because it's like one fourth the price of what mm. ubc would be and i was i had a i had it as a backup for the jan intake so i was like you know okay. what like let me just switch to university of melbourne mm. because my mom was like she saw how like um Unhappy. how much of a black hole i was in i was yeah. just like under the covers already and i'm an extrovert dude like i have to go out <laughs> like i used to just be inside in this like days like attend classes from the bed which is like not me which so was, yeah with yeah. everyone though but yeah yeah it but was like different it's, for you yeah so uh so like i decided okay i'm going to pull out of here do you remember the conversation i had with okay, you <laughs> yeah let me have let me so i i started like becoming friends with her when she was in mithibai and i was very apprehensive because i was i came from like a very comfortable to me kind of school from juhu where i've been for like 15 years and i've not moved out of that one area and this college is in the same area <laughs> but it was a very different crowd for me also so i was very very i'm i was introverted more introverted than i am right now but i was also like very like how i was like how am i going to make friends that i actually like yeah. and i can actually stand because yeah. i couldn't stand a lot of the people yeah. in my class very yeah. honestly and then i met her and we became friends and we started hanging out like how much ever covid allowed us to also and how much ever forced her to because like she was yeah i was like why do i have to get out of the house yeah like what is this and then literally we went out for like a coffee studying date kind of thing and the day like i chose to tell her like she was like you know i have to tell you something and i was like yeah me too like you know i've realized that as long as i have you here i don't need to really make friends other than that like i'm okay with just you as a friend and she was like okay yeah that's great and all but i'm kind of <laughs> dropping out and i'm going to australia so like bye see you and i was like what <laughs> you what is going on so that was like i think 2 3 months into mithibai yeah that was like that, i think 3 months yeah, uh, into so, mithibai yeah months, so you yeah. took a gap year and then you went you applied to unimelp got into unimelp congratulations thanks um <laughs> and then you started doing unimelp like online online yeah. yeah 
So, Unimab online was... Actually, why did I say Jan and Tech? It started in March, like... Anyway, yeah, it was like, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, but again, like, it's a blur, like, not gonna lie. <laughs> but um, in uh, March, it started. And the first day of university, a tree fell on my head. <laughs> oh, that was a sign for her to not go to... Like, uni Melbourne, like, that was... How would I have known? It was just a sign that a tree wanted to fall on my head while I was listening to, um, who was that girl? (laughs) Remember? Jaden Smith's sister. I was listening to her bhajan album and, like, you know... What's her name, though? Willow, yeah. I was listening to Willow's bhajan album that she released and I was on call with a friend being like, what is this? And while I was on call, the tree like fell on my head. Yeah, and, so um, she started off great with a concussion. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. I wasn't allowed to use screens of any kind for like a month. And I literally just started online, online school. Online class, so, yeah. Yeah, so I had to like email the prof- professors being like, hey, a tree fell on my head. So can't really attend first month of classes. Sounded like, my dog ate my homework but like you know (laughs) anyway so um yeah so I missed out a lot then and um like the day I was allowed to use my screens like the day I was allowed to get out Mm -hmm. I met a friend of mine and um I came down with COVID actually like so then I was stuck in the house again (laughs) for like a while and uh it although gave me time to connect with a few people from uni Melbourne actually you know make two friends that I thought were close. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah. Make two friends at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. make two friends at the time and uh, you know, uh just kind of like get adjusted to it. I didn't end up doing the best, like academically, at least like how I used to do, because it had that that semester had its challenges and um and yeah, so I I pulled through those few semesters and the next year it came like time to go abroad to uni Melbourne. And so you were in you were you started online in University of Melbourne in March of 2021. Yeah. And then you went to Australia for the first time in Feb of 2022. Yeah. Okay. And um when I was like leaving it was like chaos like it wasn't the like best time to leave but uh I left either way and um and that was that was when you were starting your two, right? That was when I was starting year two, yeah. Yeah. So hmm. it was a lot of chaos going there. And um <clears throat> but I went there. And uh it was chaos there too. It wasn't <laughs> the best. But I mean I was still pulling through to be honest. Like I feel like I still I was getting to like the good part. Yeah. But then um Unfortunately, my Nana passed away and I had to come back to India to, you know, because I wasn't there for his death. So um, I felt like I needed to come back and, you know, at least be there with my family. And when I came back, I think something I haven't really admitted before, it it kind of gave me a way out from something that had been incredibly tough for me. Like, uh, I think you know how bad those months in Australia were. and. Yeah. Like, you know, and, yeah. and like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm just like, I just transported back into like that time. And I was like, bro, if I was in her place, the first thing we'll get into like some of the things that happened when you were there. But the first thing that happened, I would have been like, um, I'm going home again. So goodbye. I can't do this anymore. But yeah, so. But yeah, so I came back and uh, so my nana used to kind of earn money right and this was like kind of like i don't think a lot of indian families or at least like even with your friends yeah. i think your parents discourage you to talk about money you know yeah. like they like never reveal like your finances yeah, to your friends like don't talk about, about money. like financial problems yeah but i i think those are one of the most major problems at least you know yeah. like 
what I've I've seen that kind of derail your life plans. Yeah. So my nana used to earn money. Like I used to be on like, like one of the owners blend, and blend my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, once he passed away, like we came down to like a single income household where mm. there were like four of us, right? And my mom's best friend sat me down and she was like, "Look." Your mom's never going to say this to you because parents always want the best for you. They'll go like yeah. out of the way to like make yeah. sure, you know, that you get what you want. But she's like, your mom's never going to say this to you. But, you know, I think you should stay back because, mm. you know, like it'll be easier for her, yeah. like financially. And also, I think your mom and your nanny need you here. Mm. And it's it's like, you know, the moment I heard that, you know, have you seen like those like um shows where it, everything goes into tunnel vision and you're just like, yeah, what now? <laughs> you yeah. know, like what, what will you do now? Like the X yeah. plus y equals what <laughs> so you know yeah, something there are people who can answer that question us two not good at math girls can't answer that question so, so yeah yeah so anyway uh but it it also sort of gave me this way out like i was very hesitant like so one thing i have going for me and it's probably the only thing i have going for me currently is i don't give a shit about what people think and like the amount of times i've started over like like I have had people ask me like you know what would people around you say you know and I've never thought about that for some reason I'm pretty selfish when it comes to that I'm just like no if I don't want to do it like I don't care what people think like they people who care about yeah. you will think what they have to think um but so yeah I kind of uh made a very difficult decision to stay back and start over once more and this time around I decided to start over with law because we'll get into why later that's a whole diff- a whole another conversation um but yeah so i had like one month to give law exams that people take like people spend two years preparing mm-hmm. for like going to like coaching classes and i was like what how am i going to do this and this is when networking comes into use so i kind of uh, reached out to one of my friends friends who is doing law and she gave me like a great direction to go in and she was like you know what this is university it's like a private university and you should give the lsat for it which is not the indian law exam it's actually the law exam for like abroad but that that would like work better with what i'd learned in university of melbourne and like you know just what i knew and i thought i could crack that so i decided i'm going to focus on the lsat and try getting into op jindal global university haryana or jiggles <laughs> it's called jiggles like i call it jiggles and i reported to jiggles bro no i say jiggles because it's like jindal global law school so like <laughs> jiggles <laughs> anyway so um yeah so i decided to give it my best but again that one month was um very hard because i was getting used to the transition of starting over again and also giving a massive competitive exam that honestly i thought i was going to fail at and i was like i am going nowhere i will have to sweep the streets um not sweep the streets but like have a vada bounce to all or like i don't know just just float through life at that point and i would study a lot with you actually i remember like you know yeah and i'd study like so something with me like when i'm not feeling that good i like studying with my friends it like kind of helps me you know like you know cuz someone's around feels better, yeah, yeah it feels better and i used to just every time i used to be like you know um i'm going to fail <laughs> and you'd say no and i, I would just be just like say no and you'd be like yes, yes. i'd be like no <laughs> and uh, i didn't fail and i got in Woo-hoo. you also got in with like a one year scholarship and you yeah. qualified in like the what percentile 90s 
95th or something. 95th percentile, so let's not but either way, to mention I that. Of, I kind of did fail. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now I'm in Jiggles uh, doing, <laughs> uh, doing law and that's where I'm at. And I feel like this is the end of the starting overs. So yeah, this is the one that's sticking. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get to that. So Bye. that's pretty much it. That was my journey. Okay, so sorry for the whiplash, but we're going to go back again to your school days, which okay. is like your AVM, GNS school days, <laughs> and find out how you were as a student in school to kind of get a background of your personality as a student. So how were you? Okay, um, I love going back to my school days because honestly, like I was proudly one of those people who peaked in school. <laughs> Not proudly actually, but like I was, you know how they say like, you know, um, you'll have like those extremely social people in school and like they just like lose all their charm later. That's kind of who I'm I am. Not charm. <laughs> I know, but like, anyway, so I peaked in school, um, academically and socially. Like I was like, I was a good student. Honestly, I was a very sick student, but like I'd be sick all the time. Like not sick in the world. Like, so cool, bro. Like, <laughs> not like, why would you describe yourself as a sick student? <laughs> I'm not a millennial, but like, anyway. so no, but I used to be sick quite a lot, but, um, but I always aced my exams except math. And in ISC, like I did super, super well. Like I got uh 97.8 i think bye please leave <laughs> okay um and yeah and then that's pretty much it i was just great in school that's okay. that's yeah okay. that's it <laughs> okay so yeah that's how that's just to get like a gist of how you are and that's smart i would say <laughs> so um we kind of touched on this before but i don't think like very well that when you switched from psych to law, yeah. why, did you, why did you think to make that decision? Because when we're in school, you know, you kind of, especially like 10th or 12th grade, you kind of start to think about what trajectory you want your career to go in. Yeah. For me, I didn't have many changes. Like I was just like, okay, I'm going to be a vet. Then I realized you have to study medicine to be a vet. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to do psychology. And yeah. like, then that was it. Like I just stuck with that. So and if I had to choose now, if I had to think of like an alternative career, I think I would be very lost and I'd, I wouldn't know what to choose. So I'm, I'm assuming you had like psych and law as like these two things in the back of your head. So why do you decide to like transition? Actually, you're wrong. The thing that I always wanted to be okay. was a singer okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a perform on stage. But okay. that was unlikely. Realistically. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, <laughs> Why are you saying that's not realistic? Do you not believe in me? Don't have these kind of best friends. <laughs> anyway, so like, I'm just gonna like, ignore that. Like, I ignore like half her tantrums throughout the day. So, uh, okay. So I wanted to do law since the seventh grade. It's mm-hmm. basically because you know when you're that argumented argument argumentative kid, you know that uh, that like you know keeps just like picking fights with everybody in the family and yeah. they're like, like a brat, to... basically. No. Yeah, like a brat. <laughs> um, like, Law exactly you know the, and like i never gave up in any argument no matter how wrong i was i just confidently make up some bullshit and you know like win it yeah. so and people would actually believe yeah you. people actually believe me like i'm telling you I'm, I'm great at like making people believe my lies like, it's mm-hmm. good yeah. um, so so i always wanted to be a lawyer but um also i grew up with um uh, a person in my family having actually um mental health disease and um 
because I grew up watching that. I never knew what psych was, to be honest. But then mm-hmm. when I went to ISC and I, you know, started with 11th, 12th grade and I learned psych. So for, you studied psych there studied for psych. the first time. And I was like, wait, like I've grown up, like seeing this in Around front of me this, my whole yeah. life. And I've lived with someone with one of these conditions that they were describing in the books. Hmm. And I was like, I need to learn why, you know, like what causes this. And also another major pushing factor was actually a law internship that I'd done. Hmm. And I actually um, watched a child rape case and Mm. the rapist was sitting right next to me in the courtroom and I didn't know that, okay? Like, I just thought there was like a normal guy sitting shoulder to shoulder Mm. with me. And when they were airing the child's like dirty laundry, um, he just started grinning and I was, I was like, stunned i was like why is someone laughing at that and later when i asked like the lawyer they were like oh that was three person i was like i'd love to know what makes people yeah. laugh you so, know <laughs> like in those kind of situations yeah so it's like both of them are like kind of tied together they are tied together you. exactly yeah. and it was a very hard decision because something that i wanted to do my whole life hmm. was something i just said that i wanted to do hmm. and um but i was i felt very strongly about psych like it was literally a law internship that made me like pushed me further into like you know sex i was like okay i feel strongly towards this and also another factor which i know might seem frivolous but um law was a five-year course and i was like it's a lot to do and if i'm Mm. unsure about that it's a lot to like finish and then be unsure about so i was like okay no i'll just i'll do sex so that was kind of where the switch up happened for the first Mm. time okay okay so the next question i have is after isc after your 12th grade you took your gap year so yeah. how did your gap year go and do you regret it so i don't regret it per se because i think i did a lot that i would have never done i think it was a it was a major time for like personal growth for me because mm. you'd see people like making new college friends you'd see your closest yeah. friends like you know completely throw themselves into like college, their new yeah. friends into college and you'd kind of feel like you were you know kind of forgotten and like in the back and you also felt like you were doing nothing with your life but I think the gap year helped me in one aspect so much I was someone who would never be able to spend time with myself like I'd be scared of doing that like I would always be surrounded by people but when there were no people available and everyone was in college I learned how to do a lot of things by myself mm-hmm. like you know I learned how to like go for movies alone I did a film festival alone I like ate lunches and dinners alone and I think it helped me grow a lot personally and also the internships I interned at McDonald's which was so much fun because also like I gained so much weight like eating McDonald's for three months straight and that to free McDonald's Mm. but uh, yeah so that was like an HR internship that was an HR internship Mm. like psych related basically and it helped me grow a lot personally so I don't regret it but I do think sometimes what if I just like sucked it up and you know done law then I could have skipped these few years you know Mm. but those thoughts will always come but Mm. I would have never been even like one percent as far in my personal growth journey yeah I think that was like the start of yeah the growth phase for you yeah okay so in case you're noticing like a change in the audio (laughs) it's because we have recorded the first half that you heard up till now in one room in my house but we're now recording across, across the, country. the country yeah because she's we're in mr worldwide and i'm mr india Wor- india sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. so you're in delhi because she had to go back to campus and i am still here so yeah we couldn't finish recording that day so um we're just gonna like continue and uh. we <laughs> Um, spoke about the gap year 
and right. of course after that you we spoke about the little mitty by stint that you had where you studied psych in mumbai and right. it wasn't for you like obviously so then you decided to bring uni mel university of melbourne into the picture right. and what i remember you telling me is that australia was not on your list yeah it really like wasn't. australia was yeah. not a country that you were even thinking about going to so shifting yeah. there was like a big decision so why did you decide to go there okay i'm just going to begin by giving like a disclaimer i'm sitting out in the freezing cold of like haryana not delhi please okay <laughs> i don't know i'm flexing about that but like but yeah okay um so if i'm like shivering please ignore that um but yeah so thing was that uh i wanted a course with like a wider subject choice you know like mm-hmm. uh cuz like i said i was always kind of torn between law and psych and the psych when when you do a course that only involves like it's also the curriculum is like super restrictive you can't really explore and unfortunately i have been someone that like i have interest in so many things it's it's not like i know people are like oh my god that's such a cool thing but that also means that you can never narrow down your interests you know yeah. and i i always wanted a course with like a wider curriculum so i could like you know decide what i wanted to do and even though australia wasn't on my list like i've mentioned before i think it was like one fourth the price of you know canada and like due to personal reasons i couldn't really go to the uk so i was like okay it's it's a country how bad can it be i know it's like super far from everything like it's literally like the village of the countries because it's like so far from civilization like literally every other country is like 10 years away but i was like it can't be bad right like people rave about australia so i was like I'll go there. The course looked amazing. I have heard the professors are amazing, so I was like, it can't really be bad. And I was like, I'll go there. So that's why I decided to go there. Um, yeah. So you went to Australia, and unfortunately, that didn't work out either. So your yeah. main move was moving back from Australia to India. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned, like, uh. you know Australia was hard for like a bunch of reasons but i think i was finally beginning to find my footing when i had mm. to come back because um my like nana passed away like my mom's like dad passed away and he used to stay with us so it was a big deal for me and i wasn't here for the death which and i i think at that point like i didn't know anything that would give me closure but i knew that mm. i had to come back and be with my family at that moment you know and even though things were just starting to settle down for me there I was like it doesn't matter this is something i need closure and this is love we will move forward so i came back and uh i went through like a really really hard time coming back because um it was a lot of unresolved things and a lot of like i mean that does you know take a toll on you and uh it kind of was this like way out for me from like a really unhappy place in a country and of course i don't think i was fully satisfied with and i think like I decided to prioritize my mental health over, you know, a lot of things and I was like I decided I'm going to defer the semester because I knew that when I was I'm not someone who like is very high functioning when I'm not doing well. So, uh I tend to just like shut down and uh the grieving process was like that and I didn't want to be in a semester where I couldn't give it my all. So I decided, okay, you know what? I am going to defer it some if I have any way, you know, um prioritize my mental health so far and whenever i've been good i've done good and i know that for me like you know being in a better place working on myself and being in a semester makes me do way better than you know just like like blindly going to something and wasting a sem while you're not actually there mentally so i decided to defer the sem i didn't know what was going to happen 
but at the back of my head i had this strong feeling that i wouldn't be going back hmm. so, so you kind of knew i had that, a strong yeah. yeah i had this feeling because i just i don't know sometimes you know you just have inklings inkling about things yeah. right and like i talked about deferring a semester and like the possibility of not going back with you and <laughs> and you were <laughs> you were like not supportive which i get everyone has their opinions but in that moment i knew that no one knew what was better to do for me than me and sometimes even the people closest to you they will be looking at it from their perspective and what they think is best for you but sometimes and most of the time you don't you more than anybody else you know what's best for yourself and exactly. yeah and and like i had to learn how to develop like this gut instinct that i never had before like i just never knew what to do i was the most i was like i'm a virgo but like i'm the most un virgo virgo <laughs> like people keep saying this to me like i'm um, zodiac signs are not really <laughs> they're really not accurate but everyone's like oh my god you're so indecisive how are you virgo but i'm very indecisive and uh, and i just like i never knew what my gut feeling was but something so strong in me was like you know at least the first step is deferring the sum then yeah. things just kind of started falling into place like i i know a couple of people around me were unhappy about it and i knew that it wasn't about me like i was i knew that it wasn't to like spite me it was just like you cared right like i know that like you were just doing what you thought was best initially mm-hmm. that was very hard to accept that someone could not support such a big decision yeah. but like i think you also showed me that it was because you cared um, and i feel like um just like it's because for me personally it's a very hard thing to do and that's why i think starting over and taking that time apart and knowing when your mental health cannot handle what you're doing and you know that you need to step back yeah it's such a scary thought for me and that's why i look up to you because no matter what you've known that boundary and for me i feel like it's really hard to even think about doing that so that's why for me it was like i was scared for you because when i think when you deferred i also had an inkling that i think this is going to be more than just deferring a semester yeah. but it wasn't the wrong thing that it wasn't just like you know a defer defer it was just like eventually like you dropping out i think it was for the best and we will find yeah. out why yeah so i think yeah. like i think that's exactly what right like it for me i realized that i would i hate doing things half heartedly i'm hmm. like one of the most like passionate people when it, when it comes to things i really care about like and studies is one of those things and i i every time i was in a bad place i did it so half heartedly that i was like where is this taking me because i'm learning nothing and paying yeah. to learn nothing is not worth it to me you know so um once i deferred it like things are falling into place in the sense that uh, my mom's like really close friend came up to me and like uh, she mentioned to me that you know like because like one of the like honors in my family passed away i like it would put a lot of pressure of my mother if i you know stayed back and mm-hmm. um and more than that like she also felt like my mom and my nani needed the emotional support which you know people like don't emphasize that enough like i'm sure of course they could have support themselves if i wasn't here but i feel like family support is so much and you know i know that in that moment if i was in like continents away it would be incredibly hard for them to and incredibly hard for me to leave them like that so like i think that was definitely a deciding factor but also at the back of my head i knew that you know what like 
like you know some things are just so bad and you just need a way out you need someone to give you a way out and i think yeah. like that that was your way yeah, out it was like academically it was good it was great but it was so grueling mentally because of the stuff that happened over there that yeah. it was just a way out for me and also it was you know just like i would never put that kind of financial pressure for education i think mm-hmm. a lot of people decide to you know go abroad to like study and i think that's mm-hmm. great and i i wanted to do and i think in the future i still may want to but um like you know the stress that my mom would go through for me was not worth it at that point so i was like now that left me with what to do next over here right cuz like should i begin with or should i talk about it like i don't yeah. know like i feel like i'm so just talking before but, that yeah. i just want you to touch on like um your reactions i think not from your immediate family you kind of covered that and of course they were supportive which is great but some people you know like i think they shy away from taking these decisions because you know it's like log kya kahenge so it's yeah. like what are people going to say about me backing out from class or backing out from my university or taking like a year off so do you like you know what what, what was it like with your friends or your family maybe someone who didn't really understand it like for me i didn't really get it at, like the first time and then i understood that okay this is good for her yeah so um like i said like like you're literally my best friend right and your best friend not understanding is a big deal because to me it was like am i doing something wrong because i mm-hmm. do really value your opinion but yeah. at the end of the day like i said it makes you second guess it makes you second guess and and like you know at a time like that you need people to be like okay we're not going to judge you and you didn't judge me obviously but you know i feel like at a time like that you just tend to take the smallest like things as judgment right yeah and like yeah my my mom and my nanny were like incredibly supportive but there was also this aspect where you know when relatives would come over or when they would meet relatives like they just be like just don't mention it yet right just don't yeah. mention it and yeah i'd be baffled because i'd be like wait i'm literally doing this for all of us okay not just me or not just them but like just like all of us so like mm. why why not mention it i i don't know for some reason i've never shied away from these things because lying and like or like just like this whole indian family politics like it will come out at some point right like so and like that kind of made me feel like they were a little bit ashamed but i feel like you know all those feelings are so secondary to doing what is best for you like eventually like i'm going to the eventually because at the end of the day people are scared because they don't know what's going to happen and i'm i'm telling you what happened you know like i'm giving you one example where my extended family is super conservative and you know they i'm sure i was so sure they wouldn't understand but to be very honest okay they were a little odd about it but now that i'm doing something else and i'm doing law they're just like oh like how is that going like people have the memory of a goldfish yeah and that judgment really yeah the judgment lasts as long as there's nothing else to kind of see you know in anybody else's life and mm-hmm. the judgment that judgment lasts millisecond for a decision that could be good for you for a long term thing you know like that one millisecond of judgment is really not worth taking a decision that's going to ruin the rest of your life exactly so, and also like they're not living your life like you are living your yeah, life so exactly. you have to deal with the consequences of your decision not them exactly they just have to make like one comment and move on and those comments unfortunately in an indian setting come like anyways so 
why not just do what you want to do right exactly literally yeah. they will even if i stayed back like i'm sure i would have heard comments like how could she leave her family and go to another continent in such a situation like exactly. there are always comments to be made it was made. either or yeah there are always like no matter what you do people will always make comments so like you just have to accept that like comments will come either way what what do i want to do and honestly separating that feeling of what i want to do with all the noise around you is very difficult yeah. and that's why one thing i've noticed is that when it comes to major decisions you should keep your ear open but like literally like when it comes to processing only process your own feelings you know like yeah. like in the sense that you should be you know how they say that like you should be a little secretive about what you're doing i don't think secretive secretive is the correct word but there should be some kind of decision made about what you want to do in any situation before you take the advice of others because at the end of the day that's just advice that's not what you're supposed to do so yeah. like you know there has to be that kind of thing so judgment aside developing your own intuition is very necessary and i just had an intuition about this one even though i was like what am i going to do next and whatever i do next has to be like it you know cuz there i like there have been a lot of my like like years of my life that have you know gone by in this whole process and i was like if i don't do this then like i just feel really aimless and i wanted whatever it was you know, next to be well thought out and my decision and just wholly my intuition so yeah mm-hmm. to develop no. your instincts and yeah. the other line that you'd said to me even when you were discussing recording this episode was always keep an open ear but in the end think with your head yeah exactly that's yeah, yeah and that's, that's really really true so like that's um, yeah. a little tip for everyone who's thinking about starting over just do it because you need yeah. it probably and so, yeah that's yeah. what like if you're thinking about it there's clearly a reason exactly. why you're thinking about it so yeah. evaluate that and do it you know just like don't don't like don't let fear stop you like that's like mm-hmm. my main thing like you know the tattoo that i have so yes. it's you know like it's basically just like not let fear stop whatever you're doing yeah hmm. so that kind of brings us to the end like you said like you know don't let fear stop you so did you have any kind of like fear about starting over back in india with people who were like um 3 years younger than you at this point like all of your classmates so you know like any fears about jindal law school <laughs> jiggles um i'm in jiggles right now okay i'm like i'm sitting there i'm sitting here right now and uh, there were a lot of fears right because um there also was this kind of expectation to being a little older you know where yeah. you have to be a little bit all knowing compared to the rest you of think the, of you as so, a wise like, owl yeah like more than wise owl my friends were just like age shaming me today and they were like oh my god you're so old like they were shaming you're me for 21. using you're 21 you're not that old so they're, <laughs> they but they're 18 and yeah. honestly today's 18 year olds they are just like a different breed they're a different breed they they were literally just like making fun of how a certain emojis i use and i was like okay whatever um <laughs> but but you know i had that fear i was like I have to first of all be smarter than the rest because you know I'm older, which is a very stupid thing to think because mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've never done law before either. It's like the first time I'm doing it's, it. Yeah, too. it's the same. It's the so new. It's, yeah, yeah. And in fact, like I hadn't realized this, but I, like it would also be difficult because there had been a while since I'd studied in, in like an Indian setting, you know. But I was mostly scared about. For me, like people are very important because I believe like. a support system even if it's one person can get you through some of the worst times of your life like i believe on leaning on people you know because like 
that's so I was worried that how will I connect with any of these 18 year olds like that was like the biggest fear that I had you know like I was like what if I'm alone on a campus like isolated from everybody and you know I just realized the first day that I was here that if I keep myself open people are people at the end of the day everyone has shit and everyone has feelings and everyone has opinions and while they might be younger and might not be able to deal with situations in the best way they still are people with the depth and personality so yeah. you can connect with pretty much everyone but you have to be open like you know and i i gave it a shot i was like i'm giving it my best shot because like if i've done this and i've changed i'm going to give it my best shot like in every way possible and today like like literally as i'm sitting here on campus i can tell you that it's the happiest i've ever been because i'm doing something i absolutely love i spend time working on my mental health and it's not a linear process like it's really not like i'm not saying that like you know the entire time i've been i've been in the best position but mm. i know how to handle things now you know and that that break that shifting back taught me so much about handling people people's reactions about overcoming your worst fears like nothing seems scary to me anymore you know like it's scary but it's not that scary you know and uh i just i just think that like starting over no matter how many times it was was the best decision i've made because i'm i think out of most of my friends that i know like so many of them are unhappy with their career choices or where they're studying or what they're doing and although i'm here with a bunch of ap mates who've actually grown the closest to my heart um i love what i'm doing with such a passion i can finally see myself like sit, like i've not felt this in school but i finally see myself like doing so well academically because i actually have such a passion in them and know how to handle things now and seeing that seeing that you know seeing those grades seeing yourself do that well motivates you so much more than doing badly when you're in a bad space like you just feel like you know not doing even you, you feel like doing worse you know so yeah. um i'm very happy where i am and i'm glad i took those decisions no matter how much heartache and <laughs> trauma they brought me at some level so yeah i think i teared up a little <laughs> hearing you being so happy about like where you are and like you know it just feels like to me like you it finally feels like this is the one you yeah. know like after yeah. finding I found like, my boyfriend the one that i'm going to marry <laughs> shut up like finding you know like like finally finding your footing like yeah. it's like kind of grappling for something in the dark and then you finally find it and like the yeah. relief that washes over you yeah like that's just like an unparalleled feeling and i feel like i've felt that like second hand through you so i can just imagine what like you must be feeling and yes. i'm just like so proud of you so thank you <laughs> yeah like it it just it's just like a really happy thing to hear so just to know that even though like there might be a little bit of guilt involved or like there might be a little bit of second guessing you know some anxiety and stress about starting over even if it's like multiple times like it has been in this case eventually you know that that moving around is not for nothing because this is worth all of that effort because yeah. if it wasn't if you weren't here you would have been in an unhappy or place and even though it took you so much effort to come get to here you're happy now and that's what matters and this is what will set like the path in your future for you like this is what's going to be your future so yeah. might as well 
take a few steps extra if you need to because eventually you have to head to the right des- like destination yeah and um can i just mention one thing of course like, we we think like 2 3 years like delay is a lot but yeah. we like average human lifespan i mean i'm not i'm not scientifically quoting this but like <laughs> we live for like 70 like 80 70, years right what is 2 yeah. 3 years like exactly who in the grand cares? scheme of things nothing it's nothing like it's 2 3 years now is a big deal cuz everyone's studying when you're 40 no one cares whether you're 43 or you're 40 it's like exactly. it's not a it's big deal it's the same deal. thing yeah and at the end of the day like i've seen even like adults like at the end of the day like whatever jobs they're in even including my mom like she'll prioritize happiness now that she's older and that's what we as a generation have to start doing when we're younger like happiness is all that matters you know so yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's a really good note to end the episode on so the moral of the story is if you feel like starting over you probably need to do it yes that's it <laughs> that's the moral of the story i'm fucking freezing like it's really cold <laughs> okay yeah. so um just thank you for listening if you still stuck around and yes, thank you we will see you next time see you next time <laughs> bye bye